Genre. Welcome everyone to Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Minute, the daily podcast where we are watching the 1990 live action Turtles movie one turtle gathering minute at a time. I'm your host, Scott Tofty. We have reached our Friday show. With us this week is our special guest, Brandon Warren. Brandon, have you been having fun so far? Oh, you didn't know? Oh, I did know. <laughs> um, we're going to spare the wrestling inside jokes for our greater audience. Thank you. Um, our rest of our hosts are here today also for this Friday show. Chris. Hi. And Rachel. Hello. And Adam. Howdy. Howdy. Um, so we are here in minute 25, which starts with Splinter gathering his turtles up into a cup and ends with a really cool shot of all four turtles, Splinter and April, uh, spaciously arranged around what you, I guess, would call the turtles living room. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah. this scene is uh, very reality bites on mm-hmm. LSD. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Fits um, the real world. So as as we go through this origin story, Splinter. First off, let's talk about the music. I love the music in this scene because it almost evokes the, that main theme from the beginning. The without actually giving it away. It sort of borrows the the drum beat and the congas. And it's got that sort of Nile Rodgers chic guitar jangle going on there. Um, very cool music to underplay this scene by. Um, we are about to be introduced to the puppet baby turtles for the first time. Mm-hmm. I have some problems with the puppet baby turtles. Everyone uh, does. Not to be confused <laughs> with the Muppet baby turtles. <laughs> I don't remember that episode. <laughs> uh, Brandon, do you remember the, uh, this is off topic. We talked about this last week, I think. Do you remember, or two weeks ago, the, PSA movie where like all the cartoon characters get together to stop some kid from smoking weed. Yeah. Oh God. It wasn't, yes, it wasn't smoking weed. It was like pills. He had, he had some sort of pills. I want In my that, opinion. They should have minded smoking business. <laughs> <laughs> what, what characters were in that again? Was it, uh, it was Michelangelo. Bunny, Michael, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. But I think it was just um, Michael Garfield. Is that Slimer? Yeah, that's Slimer. right. Muppet Garfield Baby Slimer. Slimer. The, um, the chipmunks. Bugs Bunny, Alf. Everyone was in it. Well, this wasn't a cartoon. Hey, you know what? I, I think I'm pretty sure that that is on YouTube because you know nobody's gonna. Make Wait a minute. Money. Yeah, pull that up. Scott. Wait a minute, guys. I found we it. Put I that found in the it. show notes. Cartoon All Stars to the Rescue. Exactly. Let's look at the Ooh. cover. Oh it's that Alf. sounds like a weekend. Uh, oh, already Alf definitely in Germany Alf? when that came out. Alf, that sounds like Tigger, a turtle soup Alf, episode. Daffy sure. Duck, yeah. Slimer, yeah, like Bugs that, Bunny, that little kid who was like selling all three his, his baby sister's possessions to get drug money. Mm-hmm. Baby Kermit, Baby Piggy, Baby Gonzo, Winnie the Pooh, <laughs> Huey, Dewey, Huey Dewey, and Louie. Louie, the Smurfs. Did I say Garfield already? I think yeah. I did. Yeah. Um, well, Garfield's there. The cover, no Leon, uh, no Michelangelo, but he was definitely in it. It was uncredited because of uh, rag. Because <laughs> it's an important topic. Or tag, rather. Stag. <laughs> turtle. The Screen Turtle Actors Union. This it, oh this God. movie seems Guild. like the a Ninja turtle actors nightmare, union. though. Yeah, but they all came together to stop kids from doing drugs. Yeah. Uh, That's yeah, the reason yeah. why Muppet Babies hasn't been released on DVD, by the way. Because of, oh, because of the licensing. 
They use all those clips from Indiana Jones and Star Wars and those, so they can't replicate them on any other media. Yeah. Uh, what I wouldn't give to have oh, that on God. Netflix. Oh, a screenshot. Yeah, yeah. Michelangelo is definitely in it. Mm-hmm. The, um, this uh, this should be a weekend episode or uh, Michelangelo. Is that what this we're might have it? to be a uh, yeah. Soup. This might have to be, be a feature on Turtle Soup on our weekend edition turtle for soup. our Patreon subscribers. Offering like the creepy older kid. This weekend, I will eat turtle soup. Um, but so the baby turtle puppets, first off, they have a beak. They do. They're a little creepy. I mean, they're kind of awe, but also creepy. It's very Gamera. Like they look very (laughs) Japanese. (laughs) They do. They do. So I'm just going to run through my problems and you guys can explain to me how, how we rationalize them. Um, so problem number one, they have a beak. Problem number two, their hands are webbed. Problem number three, they have too many like panels on their front shell based on what they have when they're grown up uh, turtles. Well, okay. Hmm. And yeah, yeah, I, I'll count. They are mutant. Mm-hmm. So is this yeah. just like first stage of mutation? Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. You know, they're they're starting out more turtle-like, and then they're becoming more anthropomorphic. Presumably, as the turtles age, they become more and more human. So eventually, they you know get male part pattern baldness, and you know sit around on the couch all day and complain about their wives. Eventually, this is not, not Benjamin. This Button. is not they their just final age into form. Steve Buscemi. No. Yeah, sure it's God. not their final form. That's right. a good point. Um, and then, and then they this, become a, Ri- also, a Ryachu by the end of the oh, right. <laughs> also, also like Then the they become middle-aged then, mutant Ninja Turtles. And then perfect cell, right? There's a, the, guy, there's a guy at work who has, like, he, he strangely has an office, which he has, he has like, the same job title as a, as a number of other people, but he's the only one of them with an office. And he has a turtle tank in there, and he has a white snapping turtle. Mm-hmm. That, this is the second time you've brought this guy up. I, I, I guess feel like this is probably not going to be the last time this guy comes up. It's like probably not. His office is amazing. Um, but yeah, he has a snapping turtle in there that he regularly feeds like raw animals to. Mm. And, uh, Insubordinate like, it, employees. Its feet, its feet are definitely very webbed. Correct. Um, My brother which, once fed a, a wild snapping turtle an entire Wawa hoagie. <laughs> Nice. Like the, the thing just kept eating it. Like he just like held it out and he took a huge bite of his hoagie. He was like, "Oh my I god!" So he just like held I it out again that. until he until it was gone. And then it mutated wow. into an anthropomorphic turtle. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we don't know the fate of that snapping turtle. I mean, Wawa. Oh my hoagie. god! Yeah, Wawa. Wawa hoagies are. Really... It could have been radioactive. It is Wawa. <laughs> yeah. Everything at um, Wawa kind of tastes the same. Boygans, so the turtle. let's. So Wawa, not Ruben, too terribly far turtle. from your first bite as a mutant turtle being pizza in a sewer, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. If it was Philly, they, they yeah, would be all fine. about hoagies. But it's mm-hmm. New York. All about hoagies. Yeah. Um, oh my god. Can I speak oh, on this the for a second? Mutant yeah. Ninja turtles in Brandon, different cities. So I find it uh, marginally bothersome that their first words are all in English, whereas Splinter yeah. is clearly from J- uh, Japan and speaking right. English uh, with a struggle as a second language. Why wouldn't he just teach them how to speak Japanese? <laughs> well, the Japanese word for pizza is pizza. True. There you but go. That, what is the of... Japanese word for radical, though? <laughs> y- yata, I believe. No, that's yay. Yata! Yata! But that's always been my problem. Radikuru. So, he, oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> he speaks broken English at best, but the turtles. Oh my god! Just magically know how to speak English. Was it all We're their bad. TV watching? Perhaps 
Yeah, 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 yeah. The Police Academy movies. That's oh god, I Zang. love that's how Cassandra learns in Wayne's World. <laughs> oh, yeah. I love those so much. Oh, and the Police wait, Academy Cassandra, movies. the girlfriend in, in Wayne's World, learned yeah. English from the Police Academy movies? Oh, Brandon, you and I, we need to do a home. Wayne's oh World God, minute. Oh, my God, that's so yes. amazing. I love it. I'm calling dibs on that now. You should. Uh, I love the, so do we have a reason why he didn't so teach them much. Japanese? Um, One would assume that it's hard for Japanese-speaking turtles to find a job in America in 1990. <laughs> so they need to assimilate into the culture a little bit more, you think? Yeah, presumably I mean, they he just wanted to ex- speak whatever was being spoken on the TV that they stole from, that was flushed down flushed the, toilet. the toilet. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Oh, man. Right. So they're watching a lot of, like, point break and, like, also, early Keanu you know, Reeves po- stuff. Post post war Japan, you know, speaking English was a big deal. Mm-hmm. Mm, okay, fair point. So wait, okay, um, we determined that they were born in 1975, right? Yeah. So these yep. yes. turtles. I guess they watched a lot of Brady Bunch, maybe. <laughs> yeah, they yeah. didn't really say radical that much on Brady Bunch. Well, though. I'm I mean, just saying don't. they should speak it as a second language, you know, since especially uh, in New York, the whole sort of surfer slang thing, which again is more likely Rafi or Michelangelo's thing more so than anyone else's. Um, <sighs> it's it's a, a California thing, so New York mm-hmm. definitely doesn't have the same kind of dialect. Raphael is obviously the New Yorker of the bunch. Although, interesting you bring up Which Brady Bunch sense. because Michelangelo's voice in this movie is Cousin Oliver from the Brady Bunch. Oh, really? Yes. mentioned that before. Yeah. Robbie yeah. Rist. Dun, 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 dun. That's, wow. Bum, 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 bum. <laughs> <laughs> Good music. Cousin Oliver moving up in the world. Yeah. Um, yeah, so radical pizza is some ridiculous first words, but for fans of the cartoon show, it totally makes sense. That's the these are the turtles that the kids are waiting to see, right? Yeah. Like up until this point in the movie, it's sort of been like, where are my fun, jokey ninja turtles? And this sort of sequence kind of gives it to you. The way that the 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 grown-up turtles who, as they are commenting on the flashback, are acting is sort of much much more in line with the cartoon. And then the baby turtles are definitely much more in line with the cartoon and the the sort of slapstick humor. You're so cute. I also like the line too. It's like, and then one of them spoke. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like just I, I, I guess I guess he's almost as confused as we are that they're speaking English. It's like one of right. them spoke. Yeah, like I should teach him how to do that. The speaking rat them. is confused. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I do like how when Splinter rattles off the names of each turtle each turtle responds gesturally or vocally in a way that is perfectly in line with their character so he says leonardo's mm-hmm. name and leonardo just and leo straightens does. up mm-hmm. pridefully seriously like, mm-hmm. this yeah. is me mm-hmm. uh totally in line with this character he says michelangelo's name and he's just like that's me <laughs> that's like, me. totally that's flippant me. Kind of absent-headed, absent-minded. <laughs> Donatello is a geek. He gives himself his own little fanfare. <laughs> and then Raphael is taking that Doesn't sigh that care. he's been fretting over for so long to pick well, his teeth with. How which long clearly does he have stuff one. stuck between that could his just teeth? Be the other one. There's no way that sigh fits between his teeth either. He's got big no, teeth. Absolutely not. Well, I mean, they do have big teeth, but he doesn't have like a Letterman not, gap though. Like, those things are are really big, <laughs> not pointy weapons. 
I just I find it myself thinking that he's had like an olive from the previous night's pizza stuck in his teeth this whole time, which is why he's been really wanting to find that side because that's like or, the one good toothpick inside. <laughs> I was going to say, why would he just use the other side? Yeah. <laughs> it's um, just a thing he does. Have we but, determined uh, why Renaissance artists? Not in this movie yet. Hmm. Um, I have to think think back and this is a, probably a, as good a point as any to get into the various origin stories in different iterations it has been like there was a book of renaissance artists laying around in the sewer yeah. and splinter went to that but let's 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 pivot this into our our discussion of the different origin stories what i want to do is i want to just sort of go each uh form of turtle media comic book tv show movie and we're just going to talk about what the origins are and then the differences as we go on chronologically um from the original comic to the most recent movie series sound good Mm -hmm. sounds great all right so let's start with the 1984 mirage comic this is what started everything um and the origin story doesn't even really get told it does get told in issue one i take it back um and april gets pulled in later on and so forth but it starts off with uh splinter letting us know that he is the pet rat of homato yoshi yeah um and i mean the the first the first episode that's the one where like you can see from like the frames that there's a kid up, up on the street level who's been affected by whatever ooze it is that's affected the rat and the turtles, right? You're talking the comic book. Yeah, yeah, in the comic books. So I'm going to take that's a look right through That's what we're talking about it. right now, right? I'm looking at issue one of the comic book. I'm flipping through. The turtles are fighting, 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 fighting. Where's the origin story? All right, we're getting to the origin story. Because I, I thought um, it was right there in the beginning that it was like we do. this so is the we same see- accident. That it hits a, Matt Murdock. Well, and it's the funny thing because it's a blind guy. You know, one day yeah. while I was searching a, a trash can for my next meal, I witnessed an accident. An old blind man was crossing the street and almost was run <laughs> down by a large truck. So yeah. someone dives, takes this blind guy and tackles him, gets him out of the way. A canister bearing the letters TCRI smacks a dude in the head, bounces yeah. into a glass bowl containing baby turtles that is held by a small boy who is standing dangerously <laughs> close to a sewer opening. And everything no. falls down the sewer at the same time. Except for follows, the small boy. Well, the boy does not fall Things down. float down here. Um, I just, oh I just had a light, oh, I just oh had a light bulb moment. Yeah, so, go for it. So the, the turtles exist in an alternate dimension from Daredevil. The only difference between the two <laughs> dimensions is that someone saved Matt Murdock from that truck. Oh. Hmm. oh. Wait, what? Interesting. No. Because you, you yeah, said so, no, someone pushed a blind guy, guy the, out of the way. No, but well, the blind the, guy the, gets pushed. The blind away guy gets hit by the the bottle of ooze. Yeah, and and the kid gets gets hit by the ooze too, right? Oh, um, so they the both kids, get hit by the ooze. Well, the it looks like the blind guy gets hit by the ooze. Um, it doesn't look like it breaks yet. Um, it hits the glass bowl containing the turtles. It doesn't actually hit the kid and it looks like it doesn't break until it falls into the sewer. Yeah. So so that's the only difference between those two universes. It's the different decision. (laughs) Like it's like that episode of star Trek where every different possible decision that could have been made creates a split universe. Mm, Yeah. mm -hmm. Or that episode of Futurama where it was just coin flips were reversed. Community with the the universe where Matt Murdoch doesn't get hit by the ooze. He goes on. I mean, well, no, but would he study his heart if he? Could no, still he's see? just he's oh, just a normal blind dude. 
He's just, well, no, but he would be blind because he because he got blinded by being hit by the ooze. So if he's not oh, that's hit right. by the ooze and he can see and he grows oh, up like, knowing his dad and watching his dad fight, does mm. he go into his studies and school as much as much as he did uh, if he were blind? And I think in that same universe. Oh, I used man. to go to school with a kid named Murdoch. Question: All of this is oh, does John Travolta still learn how to disco dance? <laughs> of course, yeah. In this right. universe, at what think, point does, in the story is that development? Whether or not there's a blind lawyer out there kicking ass, I think that Travolta is still dancing really yeah. well. And the only so, difference between our universe and Daredevil's universe is that Murdoch would poop his pants. Hmm. Yeah, right. <laughs> so um, the interesting thing is the baby turtles, this origin story follows very closely to our movie origin story. These baby turtles in the comic book actually look a lot like the ones in the, the movie. Um, and some of the dialogue is pulled directly out of the comic book. The next morning I woke to find the can tipped over and the four of them had doubled in size. Um, one day, <laughs> one of them spoke. Uh, and the first word was actually splinter. Um, How narcissistic! The first a using daddy a, using daddy a being battered the first copy word is of not a narcissistic. Book. Sorry, using a battered copy of a book on Renaissance art that I had fished out of a storm drain. I chose names for each of them. So Aww. there's the 1984 comic book origin, right? Uh, the ooze that hit them is. Utram ooze. It's alien ooze from beings from another planet. Um, Shredder is Orokusaki, who is the enemy of Splinter, who ends up driving Splinter out of Japan. Let's talk about the 1987 TV show, shall we? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. Real quick. Uh, yeah. was, was, that is the thing I know the most. Was the gestalt of Shredder in this film uh, the resemblance <laughs> to Darth Vader uh, intentional? Well, he kind of is in the comic book also a little... Because it's really distracting. It is It is pretty on the nose. He even says, I am your father in one. He does. And he's got the sort of Darth Vader vocal affectation. But the, he's, yeah. he's a little less Darth the Vader in the comic books. And we books, hear him breathing from time to time. And a cape. Yeah, the cape doesn't appear in the comic book. That's, that's a movie and a TV show edition. Um... So let's let's talk about the uh, the 1987 TV show, shall we? Yeah, mm-hmm. let's go. So Splinter, well, let's back it up. Hamato Yoshi uh, is a peer of Orokusaki and is more of a favored student in their dojo. Uh, at some point, Orokusaki tries to frame. Amato Yoshi for uh, a threat made against their sensei, which results in Yoshi being banished to New York. He goes to New York and decides to live in the sewers in New York City instead of, like, I don't know, getting an apartment or something. <laughs> that does not make any the sense. The movie no. clearly worked construction. He w- in the, Yes. In, Got himself in, a nice union gig. We're, we're going to get there. <sighs> but what was so he doing many- in the sewer? How he- many people actually live in the sewer? Uh, I think probably none. I mean, subways, there's some cozy nooks in the subways in the winter that I'm sure people will find a home in, but... Uh, there is an interesting documentary called Dark Days in. about a group of people who live in an abandoned subway. Hmm. Mm. 
it's any really, of the Ninja really, Masters. It's really, really oh, dark and really, really messed up. But all, all of right. the music is done by DJ Shadow. It's actually pretty good. Abandoned oh. Are any of them giant anthropomorphic reptiles? <laughs> no, they're mostly just sad ex-drug addicts just mm. trying to kind of get oh, by. This yeah, is getting depressing. It's not as entertaining. <laughs> let's not know. get too serious. Anyway. <laughs> anyway, so Hamato Yoshi is in the sewer. He picks up four pet turtles. I guess. And then at one point he comes to find them in the morning with ooze all over the back. He tries to clean it off. And the way the ooze works in the 87 TV it show hasn't been there. is oh, gross. <laughs> <laughs> is you, uh, Jesus, Brandon, <laughs> you, uh, you mutate in the thing that you've been around most. So for example, yeah. Splinter spent a lot of time among the rats. So he turns from a human into a more rat like creature. The turtles had spent most of their time around Yoshi. So they turn into more humanized turtles. So Yoshi is Splinter, right? Okay. Mm-hmm. Now we're in the nineties movie. We've talked about this one, just like the comic book. Splinter is a pet of Yoshi. Uh, there is a, a fight between Yoshi and Saki that brings Yoshi to New York City. We'll get into the details of that later. Uh, Yoshi is working construction, comes home to find his wife murdered. I guess we'll get into the details now. Goes to New York. Uh, And then... uh, No, I take it back. Wait a minute. Okay, goes to New York, is found, is killed by Shredder. Spoiler alert. In New York City already. (laughs) Splinter breaks free of the cage, scratches Shredder's face, um, and then ends up in the sewer, homeless, finds the turtles, finds the ooze, all at the same time. Boom, we have Ninja Turtles, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. hear that way. Yes. The 2003 TV show. Brandon, did you ever see the 2003 cartoon? Only intermittently. I don't think I actually sat down and watched an episode of it. So the 2003 series is like the serious cartoon show. Um... It starts off with, again, Splinter being Hamato Yoshi's pet and the turtles being mutated by alien ooze. It's very similar to the, uh, the origin in the comics, again. And it actually follows a lot of the Mirage comics uh, storylines and pulls a lot from that material. Jumping ahead to the 2009, I think, IDW comics. Adam, this is sort of your expertise. Yeah, I've been reading these these comics since they came out. Um, so the, the the origin story for the IDW comics was more um, it, it, it it's kind of a, a hodgepodge of everything. Like IDW tried to tie it all together in a nice big bow, and sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. But so where we pull in from the '84 comic is we have um, Baxter Stockman and Stockgen Industries where he builds the Mausers and all that jazz. But they also had like, I think what was it like a super soldier serum that they were testing? Yeah, April is working in stock gen and in issue number one, I believe it's, uh, they're, they're working on the Mausers, but their other project going on is the super soldier serum where that they're testing on turtles and a rat. Right. And, and they're already <laughs> named like splinter uh, or, or not. Sorry. Um, April has already named them at this point. Yeah, oh, and what, what's interesting about the IDW ones is they were they were marked by like um, I think they, I think they did this again in the Michael Bay movie series, but they, they were kind of marked with uh, colored paint to determine on their shell, yeah, you know, on their shell to kind of tell tell them apart, and the colored paint coincides with the. Uh, the headbands. Although I might be just pulling that from the movie. I think now. that's from the movie. I is know that only the from ori- the movie? In, 
in the IDW comics, for example, they all start wearing red bandanas after they're mutated. Do they? Um, yes, they start wearing red, and then within like two issues, they're wearing different colors. Was the bandana oh. something that they earned, or was it just kind of a fashion statement? Um, it's <laughs> sort of just they have them. It's not really talked about ever. It's really, really to tell them apart, honestly. Uh, if someone just flushed four multicolored bandanas down the toilet, and they all yes. decided to start wearing <laughs> their face. You know, it four should, strips of cloth. It should yeah. be mentioned that in the 84 comic, all the bandanas are red, and it was the 87 TV show that set up the colors. And then every iteration of the turtle since then has had the different colored bandanas, um, including the 2009 uh, IDW comics. But, but what's th- what's cool about the ahead. IDW books is um, they pull in this kind of Eastern reincarnation uh, story arc where Splinter and the Turtles are actually the reincarnated uh, souls of Yoshi and his four like actual biological sons. So in, in the IDW books, they call him father a lot in, in the beginning. Which I always thought was a little odd because, well, Splinter's always called them my sons, you know, my sons, but they actually like call him father, which I, I thought was a little weird. But yeah, they're, they're the they're the reincarnated murdered souls of Yoshi and his four sons. Hmm. Right. Shredder had murdered the kids originally way back however many generations ago. And Shredder is actually reincarnated as well in that book, right? Uh, it's it's difficult to say. I want to say yes, but th- there's also kind of this almost like omnipotence to the Shredder in the IDW books. It's it's odd. It, it, it also takes a lot of twists and turns. Like at, at one point they defeat the Shredder. Spoiler alert. If you're reading IDW and you're like six years behind. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, like spoiler. That'd be me. <laughs> but they, they end up oh defeating goodness, the shredder the spoiler and they become the foot so like sh- like splinter and the turtles are the foot at one point it's very it's very weird wow hmm. interesting okay so now i do need to catch up because that sounds yeah, it's, good it's good stuff um, and then and then uh donatello becomes metalhead in a weird way yeah, Metalhead the Robot Turtle is is in the uh, IDW books, which was originated in the '87 TV show. Right, and then what That's, was that? The 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 race of like alien people with the hover car, neutrinos, neutrinos. neutrinos. The neutrinos play a huge part in the IDW yes. books. Like they actually found a way to make them important, which I to always me, love. Um, the IDW book does what Michael Bay movies tried to do. And it does them well, whereas the Michael Bay movies does it really poorly. They bring in all the best parts of all the various turtle things and really make it work. Yeah, because it's a lot of the time. Because it's an ongoing series. Like I think we're almost at issue seventy now, Mm -hmm. and it's like you know you have all this time to kill. You might as well really dig into the origins of good stuff. So then we get the uh, the the 2012 TV show. Hamato Yoshi has pet turtles. They are exposed to mutagen. Uh, which was provided by the Krang, which are just the Utroms. Krang in the 87 TV show is based on the Utroms of the 1984 comics. And the Krang in the 2012 TV show, the Krang being a plural race of creatures, are basically just the Utroms given Krang's name. Was that confusing? <laughs> I love the way the Krang talk, because they they're like, Krang... What was the one line It was like... Uh... I'm going to butcher it. Never. Uh, well, they talk remember. in the third person a lot, but they're also yeah. like they, their Android Android bodies are like idiots. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They have like this so roundabout like, yeah. way of saying things. 
Yeah, they ex- yeah, explain like, everything. You will go to the place where the turtles were with the place with the turtles. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. like, when is the time that the turtles will be in the place that yeah. is here? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then we get the 2004, 2014 Michael Bay movie series, um, which borrows from the IDW comics. Now, it might be because Heavily, all yeah. of these are Nickelodeon properties at this point. They had sold the rights to Ninja Turtles off, I think. By the time IDW started doing their comics, April so, O'Neil is not a news reporter in this. April O'Neil is only no, a news is. reporter in the '87 TV show, the '90s movies, and I believe the 2014 oh, so movies. She is. Yeah, she is in, in the Michael Bay movies where she's alongside. Um, she's Megan Fox uh, in those movies. Yeah, she's Megan Vern, Fox. Vern, who is also his, from what's his face? Will from, Arnett. Um, Will Arnett, yes, who's so amazing. Yeah, he's the savior of those films. Lego Batman. Um, but the Turtles and Splinter are, are research experiments. And again, it's April's father's <clears throat> lab. April named the Turtles. It borrows really heavily from the IDW comic book. So it's we're even borrowing from borrowed material at this point. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it, it gets, it's so watered down by the time Michael Bay gets his hands on it. I and think at one point they had to totally rewrite it because Michael Bay wanted to make them alien turtles. And that just that like, was blew the up the internet. Concept from I remember that will be on the internet and we were all very angry. Mm. So did the Splinter experiment begin at the same time as the Turtle experiment? If so, why is he elderly and they are teenage? You know, we talked about this a little bit last minute, and I think the best thing we can come up with is rats age faster than turtles. They have shorter lifespans, so he seems older sooner. I suppose that's plausible. Yeah, like turtles live to like what? Like a hundred. Yeah, and rats old. live like four years. So Makes sense. Um, that was about the best we could come up with we had the same question now was he still japanese and and they american this incarnation in the new movies um there is you know what's funny in the i'm glad you brought that up the 2014 movie series is the only time there has been no mention of hamato yoshi interesting if i remember correctly that is not any part of the story at all splinter's just a giant rat thing Huh. Weird. Interesting. Where did they learn their martial arts? I think technique? he learned. Oh God, I need. I have to watch that movie again. And that's not me saying that I want to. It's me saying that I actually have Don't to. Do to give it. That question. <laughs> I know. Um, I want to say he read it in a book in the sewer. Yeah, yeah. Someone flushed a book about ninjutsu down the toilet. And New Yorkers are very wasteful. Yes, uh, and they have really powerful toilets. Like, <laughs> if I tried to flush half that crap down our toilet, we. Yeah. It would be a mess. It would be broken. All that, that pre-war plumbing, um, man. And yeah. <laughs> the reason I didn't mention the uh, the 2007 CGI movie is because, as Scott Corelli mentioned during uh, his week on the show, that's actually in continuity with the three uh, guys in suits turtle movies. Hmm. Okay, um, takes place in the same universe, so I count that origin story as. What about same. that weird? Which one was um, this? Uh, it's the 2007 uh, CGI movie. It was called TMNT. And oh, it featured yeah. like Patrick Stewart was the voice of the bad guy. And, yeah, I remember that. Uh, I think Chris Pine was Casey Jones and Sarah mm-hmm. Michelle Gellar was April O'Neil. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What about that weird live action series? Yeah, I was just we about to talk about that. Next Mutation. <laughs> Wasn't there a girl turtle on yeah, that? Yeah, there Venus? was a girl turtle. With Venus shell boobs. Yeah. Um, 
that yeah. again is in continuity with the movies. Oh, I think. Okay. I think it takes what place. A terrible in the, it actually, mistake. I'm not 100 percent sure. It might be in continuity with the 87 TV show. Mm. Um. Also, not mentioned are the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles coming out of their shells live. <laughs> I was just going to bring that up. Uh-huh. <laughs> I had a Which cassette tape is, of that back in the day. You know, I never had that show, but I had the making of that show. Oh. Um, There's a clip uh, from Oprah there. where they are guests on the Oprah show. Yes. They did a, uh, a live action Christmas special at one point, too, didn't they? Like the Star Wars Christmas special? No, not like the Star Wars Christmas special. Jesus, worse? <laughs> it must never be named. <laughs> Seriously, look that up when you get a chance. I'm um, pretty sure they did like a live action Christmas. Yeah, and I just looked up the next mutation. The next mutation. I'm trying to type and talk at the same time. The next mutation it was originally planned to be a continuation of the 87 series, but instead sort of followed more closely to the 90s movies. Um, but again, it would be origin stories that we already covered. Um, we yeah. wish you a turtle Christmas is a 25 minute live action Christmas special released direct to video in 1994. And it looks like it's using the suits from the coming out of their shells tour. It looks like that the same. Terrible. Yeah. I knew it wasn't. Making I don't want to see that. Well, Let's find it on YouTube and share it with everyone. But oh my God, I don't want to see it. Definitely a thing that we're going to look for. And if oh, there's else, music. If nothing else, we'll post a page to some information about it. Um, but there are the different versions of the turtle origins for those of you who might not know, or if you want to compare and contrast, if you have any comments that you want to pipe in on and, and tell us about, you can go to our Facebook listener group, uh, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Minute listeners group. I didn't have a more creative name for that. And you can uh, chime in and talk to us and talk at us and whatever. Um, as far as this minute goes, you know, the turtles are very, um, attracted to April O'Neil. Do they, um, everyone is attracted to April O'Neil. They they clearly, uh, have, have hormones. Do they, uh, you know, do they date human, human girls? Well, I mean, April is the first human girl that they've met and there's also no mutant turtle women, unfortunately. So they're basically in a giant sausage fest down in the sewer. I suppose if you're hanging out in the sewer with your brothers and a rat all the time, everybody's going to look attractive. It's also entirely (laughs) possible that they're just, you know, they're just starting to hormonally awaken as in their, in their teenage years. As evidenced by Michelangelo's pizza face. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Um, His pizza face and his kissing the television. Mm-hmm. We also touched on how weird it would be if they were attracted to just regular female turtles. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> like if they tried to mount a normal sized <laughs> turtle. Oh, oh, but there's uh, no consent. They can't have animal sex the way animals have sex. Heroes oh. in a half shell, indeed. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> heroes. Um, oh, that's so. so. I, we end the minute with April saying, I'm not dreaming, am I? And then we get this awesome overhead shot of the turtles' living room, all four turtles around. Two, two noids on the coffee table. So that ups our count to four total noids in this movie so far. Mm. Um, and that brings us to the end of Brandon's time here with us. So let's, let's, let's wrap this up a little bit, Brandon. We all have- right. Two questions that we've tried to ask most of our guests right now. So we'll, we'll ask you the same thing. 
uh, your favorite turtle or the turtle that you relate most to? I was always a big Donatello. Uh, <coughs> we all love Donatello. Go back and edit that, Scott. <laughs> I was always a big Donatello fan. Don't I like that he. I like that he used his intelligence as a weapon. So mm-hmm. how do you feel in the fact that like he's not the does machines guy so much in this movie? Like this 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 movie doesn't portray him in that way. He's sort of more just a geek in this movie, but he doesn't do a whole lot mechanically or well, scientifically. Not necessarily. There's that scene on the farm where he and Casey Jones are working on the truck and they're hurling insults at each other. He's a little uh, technologically Good adept job, in that scene. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. I'll give you that. He also wields well the done, bow Brandon. as well. I love the bow stick. I think that's... Uh, is he the only one with one singular weapon? I kind of always dug that. He too. is. Everybody else has a pair of weapons. Exactly, yeah. I like the Nancy's. idea of just having the one weapon. That's the one of very few weapons I trained with when I was taking my martial arts classes as a youth. <laughs> um, so Donatello, you relate to. Yeah. And your... Cool f- dude. Your favorite quote. We've talked a lot about how the the quotability of this movie is off the charts because of how musical the dialogue is it gets stuck in your head like a like a rick astley song i've said that before um <laughs> together what is, forever and never apart. that's the rick astley song you're talking about keep going we're gonna have to pay for that <laughs> <laughs> oh no let's not pay for that we can't pay for anything don't we have um, that so on what's 45 your, no we have uh, the other one. Oh, the other one uh brandon what's your favorite quote um, I think all of them ha- have to involve Casey Jones in some way. Um, I think that subtly the most edgy line in the movie that they get away with is the, uh, ah, you're claustrophobic. And he goes, no, I never even look at another guy. <laughs> I thought that was fantastic. Um, also the, uh, blue streak of hockey metaphors, uh, when Raph and, uh, Casey Jones for make their first encounter there. Was it like two minutes? I was trying to look it up, but I wasn't. Two minutes for slicing. Two minutes for hooking, and my personal favorite, two minutes for a high stick. Yeah. High sticking. All the sports metaphors there, the uh, Jose Canseco bat. Tell me you didn't pay money for this. All right, Brandon, I have to ask you. Okay, that was a big point of contention. For the longest time, I didn't get why that was funny. What's your interpretation? Why is that a joke? Why is that in the movie? Uh, What's Raph saying there? Jose Canseco, I don't think, was very well liked in New York City at the time. He was an American leaguer, I think, from the West. Um... The Oakland Athletics, the Bash Brothers, oh, Jose damn. Canseco, and Mark McGuire had just won the World Series in 1989. And Brandon knows the answer. Brandon knows uh, sports, guys. Where were I you believe 15 minutes the ago? The Yankees. Your brother's a big Yanks fan. He was a big, uh, what's his, uh, Don Mattingly, Mattingly guy. Mattingly's like the only great Yankee of the last 50 years to have never won a World Series. And I think Jose Canseco, Mark McGuire, at L and the Oakland Athletics had a lot to do with that. See, as a child, I always missed that joke. And when that minute came up, we had a long discussion about that and why it was so confusing to me. And this was sort of the answer that everyone came up with. And it's nice to have someone who thoroughly because listen, the, the guys that are on this show, we don't do we we don't sport we don't sport very sports much. Ball, um, I sport. Brandon sports sport. A lot. Uh, so yeah, so I think that's was, the main reason why. And then of course the steroid allegations later on. Yeah, we covered that he was you know steroids and then domestic abuse and things like and that. And not, not only being a steroid, but being a rat as well. Uh, he was uh, not well liked by his peers because he immediately began throwing other guys under the bus who also were on the juice. Like uh, mm-hmm. Andy Pettit comes to mind. So uh, yeah, he he is not uh, fondly remembered in most baseball circles. All right, especially in New York. So there's your answer. So that answers that question. And uh, 
that that brings us sort of the end of our Friday. I'm sad to see it go. It's been a really fun week. It has been a fun week. I never envisioned I would spend this much time in your kitchen. Yeah, but, talking uh, about five, <laughs> five minutes of days. a movie. Five minutes of a movie over five days. Five I, long days. I smell worse than that sewer right I now as I've not that. bathed in five you days. You want to know what the smells like a turtle smells so like? Long. Now you know. All right. True. Five days in a kitchen at a microphone. You'll get what With a, a large man sounds like. It smells like. Um, it smells like the, the corn basket. is what it smells like. Oh, God. <laughs> Full circle. Uh, well, we're going to have to have you back on for a weekend edition at some point, Brandon. Oh, I'd love to. Thank you guys very much these, for uh, having me. These little jokes die this week. We've got to bring them back. It has been my pleasure. Thank you all again, people I can't see. Yes. Yeah, thanks for coming. Um, yeah, so I guess that wraps us up. Thank you again, Brandon Warren, for joining us. Last thing you want to plug, Warren Scott Band, new album coming out probably summer end of the year hopefully by the end of 2017 um it all depends on how quickly we get these vocals finished but uh at some point keep watching the skies and uh you know, you know scott's a shameless sure, self-promoter you'll know immediately once it's out yes that is true i am a shameless self-promoter um, you can head to moviesbyminutes.com. Check out all the other great podcasts over there. You can head to duelinggenre.com where you can sign up to be a Patreon supporter for Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Minute and all the great podcasts over at duelinggenre.com. You get a lot of cool treats and goodies if you do that. Scripts, merch, uh, your name and a credit, all kinds of things. Most importantly, you get more of us. Mm-hmm. And more of us is always mm. a good thing. So for the crew oh, God, here... We're so good. We're so good. We're we're so good. So good. <laughs> For the Rachel crew here again. at Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Minute, I'm Scott, Chris, Rachel, and Adam, and Brandon. We bid you adieu. We will see you next week for Minute 26. Take care, everybody. Bye. Goodbye, everybody. Bye. Catal Friday!